Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of A Great Day for Freedom. This is a little bit earlier than usual, but that's because today actually was a excellent day. Well, um, it wasn't excellent, but it was a you know it was a start. It's good, it is a good start. Yes, it was. A, it was a good start. Um, excellent would be as if we wouldn't have to deal with this anymore. But I agree. No, know. no, no. I I agree. Um, okay, so. By now, you're listening to this, you already realize that ex-police officer Derek Chauvin uh, was found guilty on all three counts. Yes. Um, the verdict was reached within 10 hours. It, it was a diverse jury pool. Uh, there was, um, I don't know if there were any blacks. I do I know that there was said, some mixed race on I thought they said four, yeah, four people of color or something. They, they've kept the jury anonymous so far. Yeah. So hopefully it will stay that way too. I, you know, I would rather not know, and I would rather not anybody know for their own safety. Who you know who the jury was, and you know, I don't think I if I was on a jury like this, I wouldn't want anybody to know. Not be one, yes, for safety reasons, but also I wouldn't want people thanking me because you know what I mean. Because you know that like the family is grateful. You know, the family of George Floyd would be grateful and, like, want to reach out and say thank you for, you know, holding this. And I, I would I would feel weird about it. You know, I would be like, I'm sorry that you lost your loved one. You know, like, yeah. I, I'm sorry that I had to sit on this jury. You know, like, that's, that, and that would be the weird thing about it. So I think, I think I'm hoping that they just let it stay anonymous because it's well not only then and it's all it it, it's amazing that right-wingers are you know sit there and tell me i don't know what i'm talking about um the white militia movement is is just growing at a rapid pace in the united states over the past four years ever since charleston you know uh um or not not Charleston. Uh, what was it Charlottesville? Oh, Charlottesville a few years um, ago. Yeah. A few years ago. And, of course, you know, uh, ex-president Trump there didn't really do very much to uh, to fix that situation. And it's only gotten worse since there. But we're not really – we'll mention that a little bit later yeah, because no, it is, does do a race. Yeah, but a what's more important Chauvin, yeah. is the fact that up until this point, oftentimes when police have uh, – I mean, look, I, I, we can, we can, we can call it whatever the hell we want, but whenever they've either, either used massive police brutality or murdered, just outright murdered, um, anyone that was a, a, a person of color, male or female, gotten found guilty of the lesser charge and mm -hmm. pretty much done no jail. Yeah, time. there's very little accountability for police actions, and this is. You know, some people are saying that this that justice was served today, and yes, but justice would have been, you know, like we said, like this not happening. Yes, you know? I agree. So this is accountability, and this is what needs to happen all the time, um, and this does set a precedent now that yes, you know, if a police officer does something wrong, they need to be held accountable. You know, and that this is now what I hope is going to happen, you know, 
in the future without question. Um, we've talked about it before that there's already some um, communities and police um, precincts and um, police forces that have changed the way they're policing, like defunded the police in a way, you know, by reallocating, you know, um, resources to different things and, um, you know, um, getting rid of qualified immunity. And yeah. I hope that this becomes a domino effect now that, you know, it's happening in certain communities like New York City and now that Minnesota has, you know, finally held somebody accountable for their actions. Uh, you won't see it in Florida, but we'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, we'll get to Florida. We'll, we'll, we'll get to Florida and the racist piece of shit that we have for a fucking governor in a moment. Well, um, explicit it is. I, um. <laughs> no, it, look, I, I, I'll, be, I'll be totally honest with everybody before we get into the nuts and bolts of everything. Um, as soon as they announced that a verdict was, was reached... I was in the middle of doing schoolwork, and for the next hour, no matter how much I tried to concentrate on schoolwork, I was very anxious because mm -hmm. I expected him, you know, Chauvin, to, to, to be found not guilty. Right. Because we're so used to seeing that. And so when they finally <clears throat> when they finally did read the, the the you know when the judge read that he was guilty you know on all three counts and I'll go over them in a moment um I cried and I there was tears on and off for at least an hour hour and a half and there still is because every single time I've argued this fact someone wants to sit there and be like well well what if or they did this, or they can throw at you. Um, okay, yeah, you keep on fucking those kids, and then let me know when when you actually want to debate something, because you actually live in a glass house and you're ready to throw stones. Um, because believe me, most right wingers do things a hell of a lot worse than the black men and women that have been shot. Yeah. Um. So at any rate, Chauvin, there was three. There was three charges. Uh, the first one. Uh, oh uh -oh. man, I shouldn't have done uh -oh. that. Computer issues. Um, first one was uh, second degree uh, unintentional murder. Um, pretty much for that, it alleges that Chauvin caused uh, George Floyd's death without intent while committing or attempting to commit. Uh, uh, felony third degree assault uh, in turn third degree assault is defined as the intentional infliction of substantial bodily harm so what that means is that he was intending to harm George Floyd but he wasn't exactly intending to kill him um, and that is one of the charges that they had brought up on him and that was the first one that was um, guilty yes now there's a, again maximum sentence for that is 40 years in prison for right. that um, the second charge was third degree murder. Um, and it, that alleges that Chauvin caused Floyd's death by perpetrating an act eminently dangerous to others in evincing a depraved mind without regard for human life. He was found guilty of that. I think that was That's pretty, 25 yeah. years. Yeah, that was, um, pretty you know <laughs> that was very evident yeah evident there um and then finally uh secondary manslaughter um and that's where 
if you usually where if, if if a police officer is found guilty, this is this is where they get them. Right. Uh, secondary manslaughter charges. Chauvin caused Floyd's death by culpable negligence, uh, whereby the person creates an unreasonable risk and consciously takes chances of causing death or great bodily harm. Uh, now he's found guilty on all three of those. That uh, that last one was uh, maximum sentence is ten years. It's important to note to people. Now I this this particular bit of information I, I did get from CNN. So you can hate CNN all they want. But I mean this is but these, are, these facts. are definitions of, of these things. This um is... yeah, as Ferrari said, they're definitions of, of, of things. So you can hate CNN all you want, but it's the, it's the... just like they're reading from the dictionary. You yeah. know, it's so it's not really CNN. Um, the actual sentences, uh, would likely be much lower, although there are things that do play into effect. Right. So Chauvin has no prior actual convictions. Yes. Um, well, that we know of, well, but most yeah. likely. Yeah. As far as we know, he has no actual convictions in a court of law. I know that he did have complaints against him Those. as a police officer, but as far as we know, he's never been convicted of anything. Okay. So that is one thing that when you are when you are being sentenced for a crime, they do take into account whether or not you've been convicted in the past and how severe those previous charges were. They're going to look at the complaints. Mm-hmm. They're going to look at whether or not he shows remorse. Yeah, that's a big and thing too. And he hasn't shown no remorse. No. The, the guy sat there and he was smirking and and, and there's, there's already a meme of while they while they were reading the verdicts of yeah. him and there's a thought bubble above him of should I not have done that yeah like and that's pretty much what he looks like um Minnesota's sentencing guidelines recommend about 12 and a half years in prison for each murder charge. And about four years for the manslaughter charge. So, I mean, so the first one he could get probably about 12 years, the second one 12 years, and then four years for, right, the third charge? Yes, yes. I mean, we're still looking at almost 30 years in And he's prison. 45. So, I mean, even if he, you know has to stay in prison that long, I mean, you, there's really nothing left after that. So no. assuming that he makes it that long. No. Um, um I, again, like I said, personally, I'd like to see him get the maximum sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't think you're going to see him get the maximum sentence, but I think you're see, I think you're going to see that he's going to get more than what those sentencing guidelines. I would say, say I would sentence him to half of the maximum for everything. Yeah. 20 years for the first charge, 12 for the second, and 5 for the third. Let him die in prison. Oh, yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, again, I, I, I look, say what you want. Put him in gem pop, and let's see how everybody else in prison feels about what he did. Um, One of the... I wonder how many people in prison are there because of him. It uh, wouldn't surprise me if it's quite a few. I mean, again, I don't. If you do something wrong, you know the sentence has to fit the crime. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that you murder someone because they 
And, and again, this is one of the things. If you watch the video, they keep on saying he wasn't getting in a police car. He, they actually got him in the police car, and then they pulled him back out. Yeah. And then they couldn't get him back in. Um, nobody ever answered why they pulled him back out. Now, some of the, uh, I believe, three of the other officers, there still is a court case against them, too. And I hope they're found guilty, too. Um, again, police need to be held accountable. I can't stress this enough. Um, back to the sentencing, the judge would ultimately decide the exact length and whether those would be served at the same time or back to back. I will tell you right now that when they, when it comes to sentencing, if he gives the bare minimum sentence possible and they have him serve them at the same time. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota's not going to be a good place to be because while everybody's happy because this is something that none of us expected, um, I would be pissed off. I will be pissed off. Mm -hmm. um, again, because if it was you or if it was me or if it was anybody else that wasn't a cop, we probably would get close to the max and we would have to serve them it, it you know back to back right um it, it, that's most likely what would happen unless we had some amazing effing lawyers mm -hmm. um and his legal team really was not all that good and we'll get to that in a moment uh one of the greatest sites today was when his bail was revoked and he was remanded to state custody um so happy he was being let off in cuffs um, I was only um, aggravated that he was cuffed much more gently than he's probably cuffed other people. Um, you know, again, this was very emotional um, for a lot of people um, because so many black men and women have been killed by police. Uh, as a matter of fact, there's been three in just the past week. Mm-hmm. In one week. And there's been little to no penalties on the police. And again, usually the ones that are sitting here saying the police did nothing. Serious problem. Finally, justice was served. Or as, as Ferrari mentioned, it wasn't exactly justice. But in a way... I kind of look at it like there was some justice there. It's, it's, it, it, it's, we're, we're creeping towards it. it you know, we, I think, like I said, I, I really do hope that this causes a domino effect where, you know, we see more and more accountability yeah. and, um, more, and we get closer and closer to a just, a just police system, a, you know, a just judicial, judicial system a just society, you know? Yes. Uh, I, I, there's some other things that are really important to point out as well. If you remember a year ago when this first happened, um, Newsweek mentioned this, um, saying, and this was a recent article, like a month ago, uh, it has now emerged Floyd and Chauvin were colleagues at one stage uh, with the former working as a bouncer and the later working as an off-duty security guard outside uh, the venue. It was like a bar. Mm -hmm. It was not clear if they knew each other as per the bar owner. Yet 
the, that bar has changed ownership from a year ago. And the, the owner from a year ago actually did say they did know each other because there was a couple times where they he actually had to send both people home because Chauvin was a little bit too enthusiastic to rough people up where George Floyd was more of trying to calm someone down and, and, and not rough them up when removing them from the bar unless he had to. Um, the other thing that wasn't mentioned, and this the jury was not aware of this, the defense called Maryland Chief Medical Examiner, and this was, uh, I believe, from the Washington Post, but I, I knew it I knew it earlier. Um, I just took this from the Washington Post, but this is something I'm a pathologist. Um, defense, the, the defense called the Maryland Chief Medical Examiner, David Fowler, um, who is being investigated in a very similar case in Maryland uh, involving the case of Anton Black, who died from asphyxiation um, at the hands of police. Uh, much like in the George Floyd case, Dr. Fowler blamed the deceased, said either his heart couldn't handle it or, you know, it was drugs or, you know, I, I can't remember what the exact reason was. And because it's an ongoing investigation, they're not releasing a lot of information on it yet. Uh, but he is being investigated in Maryland due to that case, the Anton Black case. Um, jury wasn't aware of that. Um, to bring someone that's being investigated for their own procedures up as an expert witness is horrible police, or horrible, uh, procedure in a court case. Mm -hmm. Um, you could thank the defense for making that, you know, for, for making that mistake. If you're one of those people that actually was rooting for, you know, officer scumbag um so again you know the jury the jury still wasn't aware of that and even if they were it wouldn't matter i know one of the jurors was a nurse um last thing you want to do is have someone in the medical field actually find out what exactly happened because they know okay. and those that love sitting there and saying he was a drug addict they know what drugs do they also know that when you die certain amounts of neurotransmitters are released in your body that actually are you know mimic fentanyl um it's the levels that matter and and of course they haven't released toxicology reports yet we've talked about racism quite a bit um and i've asked the question is it more prevalent now or not and uh, we both were watching CNN, and I think Don Lemon, I think it was Don Lemon. I might be wrong on who said this, mm -hmm. but I think it was Don Lemon. He made a very good point. Racism, racism isn't more prevalent now. It's just being filmed now. Yeah, no, I think we talked about this last podcast or the one before, is that um, racism, yeah, racism's not, you know, more widespread or anything. It's just everyone has access to the internet and social media and everyone has a smartphone, which is basically a video camera, you know? And you, I mean, just people walking down the street and their racist neighbors or somebody in a parking lot saying something to them, um, people who have filmed the police, um, and thank God for that girl, um, I don't have her name, uh, the one who actually filmed... 
Oh yeah, I, I don't remember her name off the top of my but head. But I know I, that poor girl has PTSD from this whole situation. Um, but if she wouldn't have stood there and filmed the whole thing, who knows how different this might have been? You know. Um. So, but that's that's the whole thing. Is like I I actually I hope that racism is less prevalent as the years go on, and I think it is, because in day-to-day life, I know very few actual racist people, like, blatantly racist people. Um, There are plenty of people who have racial biases, and some of them know it, some of them don't realize it. Um... But, you know, you and I were talking about this earlier about, like, people of color um, sometimes get a little upset or offended if you say that you don't see color. Yeah. And it means that, yeah, they, they're just, they're not even acknowledging, you know, the racial histories and things like that. They're, they're almost, like, you know, brushing all of that aside. Um I've always, ever since I was a kid, when I said, you know, I don't see color, and I think you're the same way. It's, I am the same way. It's, it's not that I don't see you as a black person and I don't acknowledge, you know, the history of your people. It's, yes, you're a black person, but more importantly, you're a human being. Well. You know, and I, I mean, we both treat people as people, and we treat them based on how they treat us and other people, and their personalities, you know, and it's, and I even said, like, I, I'm almost more apt to treat people of color better than white people sometimes, because, I I mean, usually, well, not usually, but a lot of times, white people tend to be more entitled, (laughs) you know, like, they just have an air about them of, like, well, this should just get done this way or whatever, you know, like, um, and, and I feel it, and we've talked about this before that when we moved to Florida, it was people of color accepted us because technically we were outsiders because we were from the North, you know? For the most part, it was the white people that didn't like us down here. Yeah. And, you know, we found out, you know, like, like Ferrari said, the, the black people, you know, uh, um, you know, people of color, you know, blacks, Asians, uh, Hispanics welcomed us with open arms. White people were the ones that that even, you know, again, a lot of our lives, you know, revolved around pro wrestling because that's what we did. Mm-hmm. I mean, it put food on the table. Wrestling. So it's we just call it a hood. Um, but yeah, it's such a community of diverse people. I mean, black people, Latino people, Asian people, transgender, L- you know, um, gay, lesbian. Um, honestly, usually on wrestling shows, the white wrestlers are the minority. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like you know, like well, yeah, they, know, and, and, and unfortunately, oftentimes they tend to be the ones that are the assholes. Yeah. You know, um, you know, yeah, I, I'm not saying they all are. I'm no, just saying but that if there, you... there are plenty of white people in general, and that it goes into every community 
that tend to be more entitled. And people, and that's what white people don't understand. Well, some white people understand the concept of privilege, you know, of white privilege. It's not that you technically get better treatment or, or, you know, or especially if you're white and you're straight and you're a man, you know, yeah. is that your your skin color, your gender, your sexual orientation, none of that held you back. No. And that's what white privilege means. It means that nobody looked at you and went, oh, you're black, so you must be lazy. Or, oh my god, you're gay and I can't have a gay person working here. Or, you know, oh, you're a woman, you really should be at home with the kids, you know? That's what white privilege... I've, I've outright said... And, and, and this actually was addressed last week on, on I think it was uh, on, on an episode of New Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a there's a, a, a doctor that's black, and I, I, I think she's Indian, actually. Oh, um, Helen, yeah. And, and, you know, they're trying to fix systemic racism in the hospital, and the director of the hospital, you know, was asked, you know, you know, the fact that he's going to someone who's black to help him. Right. It's it's not it's not the people of color's problem to fix. He he it's he the people at her, in charge. But 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 to his credit though, and and I understood this, he never looked at her as being anything than a friend and a good doctor. Right. You know, or a great doctor for that right. matter. But but And that's and that's why people of color tend to get upset about white people especially saying I don't see color because you we haven't lived that way so we we see like oh well it should just be easy okay like what do we need to fix like let's fix it and it's more than that yeah it and, is and 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 again I you know police <sighs> Wow. Um, fixing the problem with systemic racism in the military, in the in, in, in the ranks of the police, um, and those are two places that need to, need to be started. Because let's face facts, guys. If you're protesting in Minnesota right now, not only do you have cops and sheriffs there, but you also have the National Guard. Mm-hmm. And the fact of the matter is, is um, there is a lot of racism in the military. They're trying to fix it, but there's a number of them that belong to mo- white militias. Mm-hmm. Um, if you really want, there's there's two specials. There's one on Charlottesville, and there was one that was just released this week. I think the one from Charl- Charlottesville is like two years ago that actually exposes a number of the white militia groups and it, it explains how they work and how they join together. I remember a certain person in my family mentioning that the proud boys were not a big deal. Really? Boy, could have fooled me. Um, I think maybe you need to actually, I think maybe you need to, 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 to watch both those frontline specials to realize why the white militias are so important. Um, 
Kamala Harris you know, just tripped on her way to the podium. Yeah, <laughs> we, we don't have the and time, I, but we... Yeah, uh, I, 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 was, I was gesturing towards the TV. We have it muted, and, and Kamala Harris and Joe Biden are going to respond or talk about, you know, now that the um, guilty verdict has come through. But I don't expect them to really say anything different other than... Other than what they said to the family, which we already saw. There was a phone call no, yeah. to the family. And you're just being relieved that this went this way and that, you know, they want to continue to work on systemic racism. And, you know, I, the ultimate goal is that, you know, nobody gets shot or killed or tre- mistreated just because they're black um, by the cops, and, and honestly, I mean, the cops shouldn't be mistreating anybody unnecessarily. I mean, it, and we've, we've talked about this before, of, like, I mean, you, you mentioned that how many mass shootings there's been, um, and it's just, like, every day there's a new mass shooting, because, you know, America, um, but, yeah. um, every single one of these shooters is taken into custody without being shot, without being really manhandled or anything like that, you know? Um, but, you know, I mean, people of color for menial crimes, like George Floyd with a counterfeit $20 bill, you know, ends up losing his life because... I, I actually want to go over some of that. I'm glad you mentioned that because that was a good segue into this. I, I, I there, this is a short list. Mm-hmm. Um, there was many more black men and women that have been murdered by police. Oh yeah, there's so many we don't but, even know about. But but this is a very short list of some of the more higher profile ones. Um, July 17, 2014, Eric Garner died after he was wrestled to the ground. Um, by New York police uh, on suspicion of illegally selling cigarettes. Um, He was in a chokehold, and he uttered, I can't breathe, 11 times. Um, That came a year after the Black Lives Matter movement uh, emerged in response to to uh, when George Zimmerman was acquitted after he killed Trayvon Martin here in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, as we've seen, boy, George Zimmerman, that was a fucking winner, wasn't it, Florida? You really did a job with that guy. Um, if anybody's actually followed, uh, followed George Zimmerman, he's a fucking scumbag. Um, August 9, 2014, Michael Brown... Uh, he was killed by a police officer in Ferguson, Missouri, who was responding to reports that Brown had stolen a box of cigars. Um, pretty much what happened is is that Brown, um, Darren Wilson stopped his car in front of Brown. Um, I guess this guy reached into the car, punched the cop, and in the struggle that followed, he tried to grab the police officer's gun. And one shot was fired. Brown ran off, pursued by Wilson. When he turned back and moved towards Wilson, Wilson is the police officer. The fatal shots were fired then. Um, again, at that point, you probably have enough to let him go. Mm-hmm. You probably have enough to let him go. Um, 
That's not to defend this guy. What he did was wrong. I don't think he should have been shot to be killed, though. Because, mm -hmm. again, the weapon that was fired both times were the police officer's weapon. Um, not a weapon on him. On November 22, 2014, Tamir Rice, uh, he was a boy. He was only 12 years old. He was shot dead in Cleveland, Ohio by a police officer after reports of a male who was probably a juvenile pointing a gun that was probably fake at passersby. Uh, police claimed that they told Rice to drop the weapon, but instead of dropping it, he pointed police. Um, after he was shot dead, they confirmed that it was a toy. Um, the police officer who fired the fatal shots was sacked three years later for lying on his job application form. So police that shot him lied on his job application form. Um, again, there wasn't enough evidence supposedly to bring it to, to, to bring federal criminal charges. It was a toy. Now, maybe, maybe not, but if you look at toys, going back, oh, geez, at least 10 years, they either have those bright, orange stoppers in the barrel or the barrel itself is actually painted orange on toy guns mm -hmm. that are that, that that were sold i mean unless he had something that was older um but again it's usually now you can tell the difference between the two uh april 4 2015 walter scott Walter Scott was shot in the back five times by a white police, police officer who was later fired and eventually sentenced to 20 years in prison. Mr. Scott had been pulled over for having a defective white on his car in North, Char uh, North Charleston, South Carolina, and ran away from the police officer after a brief scuffle. The killing sparked protests in North Charleston with chance of no justice, no peace. Now, it was good that he was sentenced to 20 years in prison. I'm willing to bet that probably was a couple different charges stacked on top of each other. But again, why shoot him? You pulled him over in his car. You had the information that you could have gone after him. July, 6th, uh, July 5th, in 2016, Alton Sterling. Uh, Alton Sterling's death led to days of protest in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Um, after uh, Mr. Sterling was killed um, because police were responding to reports of a disturbance outside a shop. Um, the incident was caught on mobile phone footage and spread online, so you probably can find some of that online. Uh, the two officers involved did not face criminal charges, but one was dismissed and the other, one's, the other one was suspended from the police. Um, July 6, 2016, Philandro Castilla. Or Castillo, I believe it is. Philando um, Castillo. Uh, he was killed while driving with his girlfriend in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. um, he was put over by police for a routine check. And he told them he was licensed to carry a weapon and had one in his possession. He was shot as he was reaching for his license. Um, his girlfriend was with him. Live streamed it on, on Facebook so people could see. The officer was cleared of murder charges. Mm -hmm. He was reaching for his license. If he was, again, imagine if these were white people. I'm willing to bet that you would be able to cut down on at least two-thirds of these murders, if not all of them. 
March 18, 2018, Stefan Clark. Um, he died after being shot at least seven times in his grandmother's backyard in Sacramento, California, by police who were investigating a nearby break-in. Only a mobile phone was found at the scene, and Mr. Clark was unarmed. The release of the police video of the incident sparked major protests in the city. I remember those protests, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, in March 2019, the authorities announced that the two officers involved would not face criminal prosecution, as the officers had feared for their lives, believing Mr. Clark had a gun. Let me repeat, Mr. Clark was unfucking armed But hey, they're cops, right? They can do whatever the fuck they want. Um, we're going to come back to this one because there's more mm-hmm. that I think people need to know. Um, obviously, we know about George Floyd. Uh, May 25th, 2020. Uh, was George Floyd. We already know about that. I don't need to go into it. Um, it was very evident that uh, I think at least three out of the five officers, if not all five officers that were there, um, deserve some charges mm-hmm. because none of them tried to intervene to stop that murder. Mm-hmm. Um, April 11th, 2020, 2021, uh, so just a week ago. Yeah, we talked uh, about this one on the last podcast. Dante Wright, again, as we've said before, they had his information. Let him go. You can get him later. The one that I saved is the one that I honestly thought the Attorney General was a fucking joke. And I'm like many, I'm still furious over this. March 13th, 2020, Brianna Taylor. Brianna Taylor, a 26-year-old EMT, was shot eight times when police officers raided her apartment in Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville police said they returned fire after one officer was shot at and was wounded. Now, let me clarify something that's not actually listed here they had a no-knock warrant they went in they not all of them were wearing police uniforms as a matter of fact the one that shot brianna taylor if i'm not mistaken was wearing a polo shirt and jeans um brianna taylor's family filed a lawsuit and in september 2020 the the by the way them returning fire was because Brianna Taylor's boyfriend didn't realize that it was police. He thought the house was being broken in. He couldn't get a, a good sight of it, and he shot them. Like most people would do if someone breaks into their house and you have a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, Brianna Taylor's family filed a lawsuit in September 2020. They reached a settlement of $12 million with city authorities. What that's saying is city authorities saying they know they fucked up, but they really don't want to go through a lengthy lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Um, the lawsuit stated that Miss Taylor's partner, who was with her at who was with her at the time, had fired in self-defense because the police did not identify themselves, and he had thought the apartment was being burglarized. Mm-hmm. A grand jury charged one police officer not with Miss Taylor's death, but with wanton endangerment for firing into a neighboring apartment. Guess what? You know who actually lived in the neighboring apartment? A white family. 
Three officers involved in the raid have now been dismissed from the police force. So they didn't get charged with firing into Brandon Taylor's home. They got charged because they fired shots and some of them went into a white family's home. Mm-hmm. How oh, fucked up is that? Yeah. Thankfully, her boyfriend does not have any charges against him um, for shooting at the cops. They did drop those charges. Um, no, he, but they're... And none of this, I mean, none of that, even the $12 million lawsuit and everything, does not bring Breonna Taylor back. And, no. And that's the same thing with this George Floyd, with Derek Chauvin's conviction. It doesn't bring George Floyd back. Would rather George Floyd be alive and none of this to have happened. Oh, definitely. You know, because this is... This just... It just makes... It makes the police force... It makes this country look bad. It's it's just disgusting. Well, I think it's important to note that when you take a look at the white white supremacist militias, militia groups, when you take a look at how many uh, how 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 widespread racism is in the military how widespread racism is in the police force. Are we, did, did we really make that much of an advance from when Emmett Till was killed or lynched by white men in 1955? Let me explain Emmett Till because I'm willing to bet that most of you listening to this do not know the story behind Emmett Till. Um, on August 28, 1955, Emmett Till was visiting family in uh, Mississippi. He was a 14-year-old boy from Chicago. And essentially, he was brutally murdered for allegedly flirting with a white woman four days earlier. His assailants, um, which it was the white woman's husband and her brother, uh, made Emmett carry a 75-pound cotton gin fan to the bank of the Tallahatchie River and order him to take off his clothes. The two men then beat him nearly to death, gouged out his eyes, shot him in the head, and then threw his body tied to the cotton gin fan with barbed wire into the river. When they finally found the body, obviously... If you know anything about drownings or those types of beatings, um, the body is in no way, you know, is in no way fit for public display. Uh, he was found three days later uh, and his corpse was recovered, but it was so disfigured that uh, his own mother could only identify it by an initial ring. Um Authorities wanted to bury the body quickly, but Till's mother um, uh, requested that it be uh, sent back to uh, Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. She wanted an open casket funeral. The reason why she wanted an open casket funeral was to show people what they had done to her son. Mm -hmm. And while that sounds morbid, I don't blame her. If I had a, if I had a child and someone did that to my child, I would want people to see what they did. Mm -hmm. I would want everyone to see that. 
As a matter of fact, a little-known fact that a lot of people don't know, when JFK was killed, um, Jackie O actually wanted mm -hmm. to actually have an open casket funeral. Right. The reason why she didn't change her clothes right away is she wanted everybody to see what they had done. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, are we really... Yeah, obviously the methods are different, but are we really that far away? I mean, have we really evolved that much or no? I'm thinking... I, and that's why the, the, George, the, 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 the George Floyd case was so important it was a starting point mm -hmm. it's not by no means is this over whatsoever it's a starting point congress really needs to act on this point and there is a a bill in 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 the name of george floyd um i don't know what's in the bill but i know it's going to be sent to the house and then to the senate and mark my words i'm i'm telling you right now the majority of republicans are going to vote against it mm-hmm Mark my words, I guarantee you the majority of Republicans will vote against it. And they will do that because, again, uh, um, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say it. Look, the majority of Republicans are racist pieces of shit. If, if, if you're a Republican and you listen to this and that offends you, that probably means you're a racist. Yeah, too. don't be a racist piece of shit. You know, then. I mean... Um, if you're not, then, you know, hey, look, then you're the exception, you know, or one of the exceptions. Um, what I found ironic, though, was this occurred literally a day after Florida piece of shit Governor DeSantis signed in HB1. Um, this bill was introduced while DeSantis was surrounded by what many in Florida considered the most corrupt police chiefs in the state. He refused to take any questions from media, but did grant an interview to Breitbart, which up until a few years ago had a section called Black Crime on their site. Sure, that wasn't racist, right? <laughs> um, the bill... And this is via the Orlando, Orlando Sentinel. Parts of this bill, HB1, that most upset uh, Democrats. Uh, uh, it grants civil legal immunity. Yeah, thank Le you. Legal immunity to people who drive through protesters blocking a road. So if there's protesters out and they're blocking a street or a road or whatever... And you get aggravated and drive through those protesters. You have you're you're immune. It doesn't matter if you kill someone or hurt someone. You're immune because they were blocking the road. This is absolutely disgusting. Um, it prevents it. It does that. Uh, we'll come back to that in a second because I want to make a point that one of the Republican lawmakers said would never happen. Well, no, I'll talk about that now. Um. In Charlottesville in 2017, James Field, who was a white supremacist, killed Heather Heyer uh, because he plowed his car into a group of protesters. They weren't violent protesters. They were actually peacefully protesting. Mm -hmm. They just were in the street. And he plowed right into them. And we're being told in Florida that'll never happen here. 
-hmm. That's not meant to protect them. Yet nowhere in the bill does it say that, well, it's perfectly fine if they assault you, but if they don't assault you, then... Yeah, no, the way it's written is you have legal immunity to run people over. Yes. Um, It also prevents people arrested for rioting or if or offenses committed during a riot from bailing out of jail until their first court appearance, which can be whenever the fuck they feel like it, and impose a six-month mandatory sentence for battery on a police officer during a riot. Um, DeSantis, when he unveiled the proposal, emphasized the need to prevent bail for rioters so they aren't able to rejoin the unrest. That would have been fantastic for the Capitol riot. It would have been, and it's interesting because the Capitol riot was, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, let me think about this for a minute, mostly mega supporters, and wait, would just finally admit that he's a racist. Um, parts of that bill that also weren't mentioned was you, they will not take down any Confederate statues, and to be honest, I'm kind of mixed on that anyway. I understand why people want them down. I also understand their history. But they, the history behind most of those Confederate monuments, where they were put up intentionally to piss off people of color. Or to intimidate them, or to yes. show them that, you know, you're not welcome here. They weren't put up. It, 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 wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, a great battle occurred yeah, here. It, it was, you know what, there's a lot of black people in this community and we want them to know their place. Um, they also, if it's two or more people protesting, it is considered a a riot. In other words, you're intimidating um, at that point. Um, so if you have two or more people together and you appear to be intimidating people, guess what? Your free speech is silenced in mm-hmm. Florida. And that's one of the biggest problems. Now, personally, do I think this bill is going to last long? Hell no. At this point, if they if they even make it up to the uh, up to the Supreme Court, it, it will be turned down. Mm-hmm. It'll be turned down because it, it pretty much is telling everybody you don't have your First Amendment rights anymore. Right. So everybody that sits there and bitches about Second Amendment rights, guess what? I'm going to bitch about First Amendment rights. Please, somebody make me shut up. You know, ain't going to happen. I'll, I will keep on bringing this stuff to light the and whole time. The whole point of the Second Amendment, when it was originally written, was to protect your First Amendment rights. It was to stand up against a government who was trying to silence you or intimidate you or tell you what to do or not let your voice be heard. And the, the way that it's been convoluted by a lot of right-wing conservatives is that, you know, only they get the right yeah. to do what they want. Well, it's the same thing with cancel culture. It's cancel culture when anybody else does it. But if you're it's, if you're yeah. on the right and you decide, to well, well, that's cancel culture, yeah. you know, I, I, I look, I don't give a shit what side you're on. I really don't care. But if you're that much of a fucking idiot, don't don't waste anybody's time. Don't waste my time, you know. Um, I I mean, I've already said, you know, with, 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 with one of our other companies, if you are racist, sexist, or a bully, you're, you're gone. You're gone. You just won't be used anymore, period. Or employed or used, however you want to word it. 
Yeah. You know? Um, you know, to sum this up, it was a good day because it was something that, honestly, it feels like we have fought for for a long time. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see how the police handle. They're not going to be protest tonight. I mean, it'll be protesting, but it it's won't gatherings. be. Yeah, it's gatherings. Yeah. You know. It'll be more of gatherings to. <coughs> now it feels okay to celebrate the life of George Floyd. Yes. Where before that did not feel right. It's going to be very interesting to see how the police react to that. The police in Minnesota have, when they couldn't fire, you know, projectiles, uh, tear gas, things of that nature towards protesters, they decided to fire it towards the press, including mainstream media, both mainstream and independent journalists. Mm -hmm. um, Sarah Snyder from CNN was one of the ones that were hit. Tim Evans from NPR, he was hit. Um, they were arrested as well. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how the police handle this tonight, tomorrow night, moving forward. But if you think that the protests are done, no. No. No, this because is just there's beginning. so much, yeah, there's so much more work that needs to be done. Yes. And, 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 and I think that's the important thing to realize. This is just the beginning. This is a win in a, in, a, in a battle, but there is, it's not winning the war. Racism is still a huge, huge issue in this country. And the fact that many, there's going to be some Republicans sitting back listening to this are going to be, oh, that's not, that, that's not really happening. That's not the truth because Fox News doesn't tell you that, you know, this is happening. Um, try actually not watching mainstream media. Again, I stress this tons. Watch independent journalism. And I don't mean OAN or Newsmax or any of that other shit that that fat piece of fucking shit in Mar-a-Lago watches when he's eating burgers by the pound. I, I'm... I, uh, I'm about to say something that's probably going to get me in a lot of trouble, so I just won't say it. <laughs> um, if you're a man, look down. You see something. I just really, you know, I'm kind of wondering when's the last time Trump's seen his. Um, <laughs> I, you know, whatever, dude. I don't care. I, I, I will pick on, I, I, I will say whatever I want about that piece of shit. At any rate, did you have anything else? Yeah, to I only because it just came up on my feed. I, okay. I just, I, we, we spoke about her earlier, and I, I'll leave you with this. Remember, none of Chauvin's colleagues turned him in. He murdered a man in broad daylight, and we are here today because a brave black girl named Darnella Frazier kept taping despite threats from the cops on the scene. That is the young woman who filmed the entire and scenario and thank you to her for doing what's right. Yes. And we need more people like that. You said something before we went on the air that we didn't mention on here. Look, if you see cops talking to somebody and you even remotely think 
that it's going to escalate, start recording. And if the mm-hmm. police if the police tells you that you can't record, you step foot in an area where you're protected and you keep recording. Agreed. There as far as I know, it is not against the law in any state to record the police. Especially if you're in like public, like yes, in a public area, it, you, know? you it, you have a reasonable you have a reasonable expectation of privacy in in certain areas, your own home, for example, things like that. And certain businesses don't want you filming inside their establishments, um, you know, and that's you know to be respected. Um, but if you are out in public, you are outside. And you see something, you stay there, and you 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 make sure that those police officers know that you're holding them accountable. Yeah, because here's the thing: they need to do better. Their unions don't hold them accountable. Many of their coworkers don't hold them accountable. I've said this before: if you're complicit, if you're silent, you're that that means you're complicit. If you're complicit, you're just as guilty. Mm-hmm. So we have to hold them accountable. We can't vote them out, which, to be honest, in Florida, I have very little faith on any of that shit. But, um, but again, at whatever state you're in, we need to hold the police accountable. And the best way to do that is to record that because mm-hmm. what happens if something like what happened to, to George Floyd or Dante Wright or... You know, I I, mm-hmm. I could sit here and name names all night long. Mm-hmm. And that's the sad part about it. Yeah. The police officers work for you. Just like firefighters work for you. Just like paramedics and EMTs work for you. And your politicians work for you. Hold everyone accountable. Yes. You are their boss. Yes. Despite what they may say, tell you, or act like, you are their and boss. And... We shouldn't have to go out of our way to do this, but we have to. And it's the only way that things are going to change and things are going to get better. I agree. I totally agree. I don't really have anything else to add. I think that's a great way to to end it. Mm -hmm. Thank you, guys. We'll be back in a week. Um, Again, take this celebration for tonight. Celebrate the life of George Floyd. It is 420 if you partake. Smoke a little smoke. Yeah, that's <laughs> if very If not, true. drink a little drink. Doesn't have to be alcoholic. You know, a glass of sparkling water will do just fine. But again, <laughs> it is a great day for freedom, and we will talk to everyone in a week. Thank you so much. On the day the wall came.